0: Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Sunday Drivers. I'm Dan, joined by Linus. We're discussing an action-packed weekend of racing at short tracks and road courses. Linus, how are you? What do you think about this weekend's racing?
1: Yeah, man, I'm good. Uh, My second guy won again on a road course, surprisingly. Um, Showing himself to be the new road course king of the Cup Series. (laughs) Um, xfinity race was a bit of a disappointment action wise but you know those sort of races are pretty good as well if you're invested into the sport and uh, irp certainly did not disappoint, even though uh, i was sort of bummed for a couple of people you know but still uh, still a pretty good weekend of racing and the indycar race was decent as well even if it didn't go that well for the so
0: i uh i watched the indycar highlights i'm not a big indycar guy but the speeds those dudes were throwing those cars in the turn one, oh my goodness, it was uh, it was insane to watch. Um, yeah, uh, IRP was fun. I was excited for that because that's one of the tracks. Like when I was a kid, uh, Xfinity and trucks would race there, and then the big boys would go to the oval at Indy. So that was fun uh, overall. I mean think almond digger uh has ended the conversation whether or not he's one of the best road course racers to ever sit behind a stock car i mean two years in a row at indy and it and it's not like he dominated the entire thing he had to fight for it and a lot of the road courses he he fights a lot of adversity but <clears throat> he's definitely up there uh, another good win for him and that team setting them ahead in the, you know definitely going to be a uh, final four contender at the end of the season I think
1: yeah for sure I mean he's uh, he's always proven to be faster a road courses but uh, I mean is there a road course he hasn't won yet he's won circuit of the Americas and he won now and he won Portland so he did not win road America because that was Ty Gibbs but uh, you know he
0: won it last year didn't he no, that uh, was Kyle Busch. No, yeah, it was. I mean, he's
1: act- uh, he's not lost a lot of road course races that he's entered recently. So, and he won the cup race here last year. So, uh, definitely one of, if not the best road course races racers. Um, but I think before we can say that he's actually the best, I'd like to see him win a couple of more cup races at least.
0: Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, aside from his outstanding skill set at uh, road courses he needs a good car I mean colleague he put in a hell of an effort at the end of Sunday's race to uh, to make it I think he finished top five I mean he was uh he was in lead at Coda till Ross Chastain uh entered the party uh, <laughs> so we'll see who knows what's going to happen next year I'm you know I'm still not totally convinced that colleague isn't going to put him in another car full-time in the cup series
1: yeah, depending on if he if he wants to or not. I mean, he he said that he doesn't want to and then this year he's raced more than he's ever had. So who knows, so he might be a full-time Cup I series next year.
0: His, his opinion uh from 2019 has completely changed over the last couple of seasons. Um Yeah. I think the whole not wanting to race full-time kind of went away when he was like, "Hey, I can finally prove how good I am." Cuz he's He's extraordinary on the road courses, but he's a great uh, uh, super speedway driver, and he's not half bad at short tracks and uh, mile and a halves too. So, he's he's a, obviously more profound in his road racing, but he's good everywhere.
1: Yeah, he's uh, I mean, he's not one outside of a road course this year so far, but I mean, he's he's not far off and he's up there in the championship as well, you know, going to be battling for a championship. And I think if he does take the um, Xfinity series championship this year, we might actually see him in uh, in cup next year. Cause he's, he has top of the points in in Xfinity. So he's definitely, he's in a good place. That would be
0: two years in a row that he won the regular season championship. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think if he wins a championship, it goes one of two ways. Either he goes full-time in cup or he's like, okay, this is it. I can't do anything more than this. Uh, thank you guys so much. And then he retires. Yeah. But we'll see. Who knows? Uh, I just, I'm glad to see uh, him doing good. You know, his, his cup his cup career was kind of subpar, had one win, but that was back in 2014, so good for him. I'm happy to see it. Now, uh, IRP uh, Truck Series returns to Lucas uh, Lucas Oil Indianapolis Raceway Park. Uh, kind of a wild race, even for the Truck Series. I mean, the last 10 laps, we, we saw, what, John Hunter take out um, Taylor Gray, and then john hunter almost got taken out there's a lot of uh bumpers to bumper going on there
1: yeah the especially the ending to that race was was crazy but you know that's what's to be expected in the truck series these days um especially on a short track like that like that so i expected it to be even worse considering how the race had been um but overall, I think that's a great place for the truck series to go because, you know, putting them on Indianapolis, either the road course or on the oval. I don't think that would be very good.
0: And the stands Racing were pretty packed, road. too.
1: Yeah. You know, it's it's the place for the trucks to be in Indianapolis. That's for sure. And, you know, uh, John Hunter Niemicek won the first stage and then was in contention to win the race, but kind of screwed up in two ways there Um Ty Majewski scored a stage win in the second stage. So I'm pretty pumped to see that. That's good for him going into the playoffs. And uh, the guy who we spent all last week talking shit about ended up uh, proving us all wrong, finishing fifth and second in the stage and capitalizing on others' mistakes and winning the race. So he's uh, through to the round of eight. So uh, I yeah, mean, that's how that goes.
0: Yeah, that gives him almost a whole two months per, to prepare for round of eight. I, I'm not I'm not gonna jump on the underdog bandwagon says he got what it takes to make it into the final four, but he he's good at Dega, you know. So yeah. and we'll see if this momentum carries on to Richmond, and then Bristol's coming up too, so mm-hmm. we'll see how Having, that
1: goes. Bristol is in the 15th of September, that's like six weeks away, so he's going to have at least two more weeks than anybody else to prepare to prepare for that race, you know, and in the next couple of races, he's barely not even going to have to perform, even though I think he will, you know, maybe score another point or two uh, for the playoffs, but they're going to have such an advantage on that part, you know, with, with winning this first race and not having to put any focus at all that are on Richmond and Kansas. So it's going to be a huge advantage for those guys.
0: Absolutely. I, I think, John Hunter's going to do very well at Richmond. That is a track he's had a lot of practice on, and he has won at quite a bit if he doesn't have retaliation coming because you know, he he took out Taylor Gray for there's absolutely no reason for that. That's not, he just went in there, didn't take his foot off the gas, and looks like he just went into the back of him. I think Michael Waltrip was calling him out during the broadcast. I don't know if you were able to hear that uh, at all, but Michael Waltrip was calling out John Hunter Niemicek for a good minute or so.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's just no reason for him to do it. Sure, you win the race, you're through to the next round, but with the points you've got and the skill that you have, you're going to go through either way. So, you know, and you might still pass the guy. before.
0: That to finish. is, that is the 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 King and uh and John Hunter nemacek's armor. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a very good driver, but he does not seem to handle pressure very, very well. I mean, look at look at the Phoenix race last year in the Championship Four. He spun himself out in the first couple of laps driving over aggressive. It's uh. <clears throat> If he would have stayed cool, calm, collect, he probably would have chased him down, would have got by him, but he just uh, sent it. And, you know, on the restart, Grant Enfinger was able to move up three positions, battle very cleanly, and got the win. That was was amazing. Uh, Another thing we should mention is Chandler Smith looked good. So did Zane Smith, but Chandler looked better
1: yeah um i mean we we kind of expected them to be good but now chandler he finished uh down in p18 he had got a bunch of stage points though and he led a couple of times throughout the race but you know fell back to 18th in the end so obviously didn't score the points that he needed but the speed that he's shown um i think he's definitely gonna move on to the next round like we said last week so uh yeah, just unfortunate to finish so far down, but I still think he's going to be uh, pretty safe uh, in the standings to move on to the next round. Just, uh, But, you know, I think he's still going to pull out a win in this round either way. So,
0: Yeah. I I mean, I don't see why there isn't – there's no reason to say, like, oh, Zane Smith's going to win next week and then Chandler Smith's going to win at Kansas or vice versa. There's – The Toyotas have been good at Richmond in whatever series. So I expect to see a Yoda in victory lane, be it John Hunter or Chandler or even Corey Himes running these races, even though he didn't race the full season. So take your pick. It's probably going to be a a Toyota in victory lane in Richmond.
1: Probably, yeah. And they seem to... uh have it together there in pretty much every series so uh but we'll see i mean we they showed us this week that you know somebody who we are not expecting to be up there could just show up and win so you you never know what to expect with uh, with these guys in the truck series that's for sure
0: right okay um yeah i mean it was a good race but there isn't a whole lot to talk about i don't think Matt Crafton didn't do well, Chris, Christian Eckes didn't do well, but we kind of expected those bottom three guys not to do much because they haven't done much all season, but we'll see. Richmond in two weeks, uh, Kansas in a couple more than that, so we'll see. Well, uh, we already talked about it, but uh, A.J. Allmendinger wins the Xfinity Series race at Indy Road Course. And uh, year two of the Indy Road Course experiment, well, year three for Xfinity, but what uh, What are your thoughts?
1: Um, well, uh, we talked about this earlier before we started recording as well. There was one caution for an incident and one for debris. And then the two-stage ending. So, uh, and that incident was uh, in the first stage, I believe, even. So a pretty long green flag run towards the end there, which is pretty uncommon for the Xfinity Series, especially on a road course. Um, But it's nice to see that they can behave uh, that well as, as well, you know, and not just wreck each other all the time because the Cup Series handled that pretty well this, <laughs> this year. Um But, yeah, I mean... I would have uh, liked to see some more drama towards the end, maybe a few more battles, but it's uh, nice to see this as well for a change, you know, uh, someone yeah. kind of running away with it. It's it's another sort of strategy, which the stages in a way kind of ruins because, you know, you pit three laps before the stage and then you just restart the front again. And then you do the same in the second stage. And then you go on to win the race. If you're a G Um, so, Yeah. But it gives other guys a chance to win a stage as well. So Josh Berry uh, and Noah Gregson, two more stage wins for <laughs> JRM this year. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's road course racing in NASCAR. Either it's going to be a massive cluster, or it's going to be strung out like it was on Saturday. So
0: yeah, I'm with Michigan coming up next week, I'm looking at the uh, the junior motorsports guys to do well there. That just seems like one of their tracks. So. But yeah, overall, not much to touch on in the Xfinity race that we haven't already covered. Uh, Chevys look good again, especially the uh, Junior Motorsports guy. Noah got into a tussle on track, got some damage, but other than that, it was a good. It was a good, uh, as they say, racers' race.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean three of the top five as well from the cup series not that unexpected especially considering who they were uh bowman chastain and briscoe all good road course racers um austin Dillon, though seemed to have uh, issues in that 68 car they reported a couple of times i think about the brakes and (laughs) i think he ran the access road in turn one more than he actually did run turn one so that was pretty interesting to see um but yeah something was definitely up with that car um and then obviously, Bubba Wallace had engine issues, so he did not get to run that many laps. But those uh, twenty laps that he did run seemed to help pretty much.
0: Yeah, I mean, best uh, best road course finish in his career. People are like, oh, well, he only got that because Ross Justine got disqualified. It's like even if he got six, <laughs> that would have been his best. He he has been terrible in the past at road courses, and it's uh. I don't know what it is, but I enjoy seeing drivers actively get better. He's obviously doing something to get better at road courses, to get better at the mile and a halfs. uh, three straight top tens right now. So that's, I mean, that's good. Um, no word yet on whether or not Kurt Busch is going to be racing this week at Michigan. So I hope the best for him. Um, But Ty Gibbs again didn't have the best weekend, but you know the kid kid is showing that he has talent.
1: Yeah, I mean 16th and 17th in his two career Cup starts. That's that's better than a lot of the drivers have in their career so far. So, I mean, there is uh, if Kurt Busch can, will, or can or won't return next year, I think there is no question that Ty Gibbs will take the 45 car already next year i mean they want him to run another season in xfinity but if that seat opens up and they need to fill it for just one year i mean they cannot pass on ty gibbs i don't think they will he's going to end up there there is no question in my mind about that because he's shown even though he's not maybe not mature enough you know to be amongst these guys he still he, he can just spend half the first half of the season you know learning getting better and then get a win in the second half of the season you're in the playoffs and you're on to win a championship you know i yeah i mean that could very well happen because ty gibbs is such a talented race car driver yes he has the name he has his grandpa he's got all the money but even though you're in one of the best cars you don't win week in and week out and go finish top 20 in two cup races like this you know out of nowhere
0: especially at one of nascar's most difficult tracks pocono Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the Indy road course um, he's just shown his diversity as a driver, and we've talked about this in the past, but we see him actively maturing in the Xfinity series. Uh, You know, case in point, last week at Pocono, uh, he showed maturity racing with Noah Gregson in those final laps, like you know, it's, uh, it's, that kid has the talent to be Jeff Gordon. Good. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially with getting Gibbs power underneath him. I hope, I hope not because you know how exhausting it is. You watch racing during the Jimmy Johnson era. You know how exhausting it is to watch the same driver dominate every week, but man, at Mm -hmm. this, kid gets a click and i think that's what we're gonna see
1: yeah i mean there are seven championships that don't think that's gonna happen ever again but he could no. be, i mean three four there is could He can still well win
0: nine ten races a season for three or four years straight you know what yeah. i mean yeah he's that kid has uh he definitely has once in a generation talent it's just he has to put it together. Man, how pissed would Joe Gibbs be if Denny Hamlin uh, poached his grandson?
1: <laughs> I mean, it could not happen for next year. It could possibly happen if Gert Bush is out, if they sign Kyle Bush and Christopher Bell and all those guys stay on and don't retire. Extender is like they have no option, just put him in twenty three eleven for one season. But I think, you know. If Danny Hamlin signs a three-year deal with Ty Gibbs, would Gibbs sign that without talking to coach? I don't know, but that would uh, that feels like the sort of thing that Danny Hamlin would do. But at the same time, he's still racing for Gibbs, uh, Joe Gibbs. That is so. I I don't. I think Danny is smart enough to not do that. Yeah, that would uh, that would just create chaos.
0: A hundred percent. I uh, I just. And would it be out of Denny Hamlin's wheelhouse? I mean, but but that would be pretty messed up. Uh, Let's see. Ross Chastain uh, takes the access road. It's, I get why he did it to avoid a wreck, but then he just got out in front and started racing with Tyler Reddick for the lead. I don't know. Like just not expecting to get called
1: for that at all. Yeah, I mean he 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 overdid it. Sure, he took the access road like you're supposed to Yada yada yada. But I think if he if he backs off to like third behind Sendrick, I think they might actually let him go because he's you know tried to give back time. But he gets out right next to him in front of Redick and just stays there and races his ass off to try and win the race uh so if he'd have just backed off a little bit they might have let him go but at the same time you know he didn't really break any rules he used the access rule like you're supposed to then obviously he did not even try to make the turn before it even turned in he just nailed the frowl and went around there so i don't know he he didn't do it in a in a great looking way but at the same time did he really break a rule because as far as i know there was no rule against it i don't know why they just don't make him do it like they do it Charlotte road course in the in the chicane. if you're gonna go out there just stop before you come back on the track
0: I yeah he definitely overdid it by going from I think he was like seventh to first but kudos on Tyler Reddick because his team was telling like oh they're gonna take back this position but he's like I am not gonna take any chances and he got his he got his position back. I think at that point, what Ross Chastain did, if he won a race, yeah, that's kind of cheating. But Tyler still beat him. Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, yeah, and he did it fair as well. No, no, you know, moving him out of the way or anything like that. And Chastain was still racing because they hadn't told him that he was out. Unlike last year when they told Briscoe that he was under penalty and he still sent Hamlin to the left in a right-hand turn you know uh so reddick he he deservedly won that race and raced chastain clean i'm just curious what would have happened you know if syndric would have caught reddick and beat him to, to, for the win there or if chastain would have taken reddick out you know that would have put like the whole world against chastain after that because that would that would have been the thing that got the kettle to boil over I think if that's even a speech in, 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 in Chastain
0: know. won that race and say Reddick finished in third, I think, I think we would have saw angry Reddick for the first time. Oh yeah. I, I mean, you can tell in his voice during the interview, he's like, Oh, I, I would have been mad, but in mm-hmm. two of his wins too, it's not like, he just got the pole and sailed the car out there. Both of his uh Road America and um Indy Road Course, he had to fight for those wins. And he did. And he 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 showed patience, he showed respect, maturity. This guy gets a a good car every week underneath him. The sky's the limit.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's you know. He's one of those that you talked about with Ty Gibbs. He's not on Ty Gibbs level, I don't think, but you know, back to back Xfinity Championships in different cars. Now he comes in here. Uh did not get a win last year, but finished second behind Austin in their one two and won two road courses this year, should have won Bristol Dirt. Uh, could have had another win on an oval, but you know, had his California. Shoes. He California, for tired. example, you know. So he could have had three, four wins this year by now. Um going to 2311 in 2024 at latest so i mean he he is just a pure talent one of easily the top 10 driver in the cup series maybe even top 5 so what he can do if he gets in a championship capable car uh, he's going to be up there competing with you know Kyle Larson Kyle Busch when they were at the very very top of their game so that could be a championship winning driver within a couple of years you know I, I don't think it's gonna happen as long as he's at RCR, unfortunately. And
0: we could see a Kevin Harvick situation and see him go over to that team and then the first year win a championship.
1: Yeah, I mean that could that could very well happen, especially if they've got another year to develop before Reddick gets there, you know? So
0: especially because I'm sure. Denny Hamlin's also playing smart too like hey man this is going to be your crew chief this is going to be your team and stuff like that because he can't directly work with them but he can still acquaint himself with them
1: yeah and I don't know if you heard uh, Hamlin on DBC but he basically talked about the whole situation he said himself that Reddick is motivated more than ever to go out and perform and try to win the championship this year and next year you know if he gets to stay I guess so um the fact that this news actually came out like it did rather than being rumors for a month or two i guess that have helped reddick to focus on the task at hand because if this would have just been rumors for two months reddick would not have won this race he would have had his head somewhere else
0: yeah um i yeah i i think that's a very good point um i i mean so far that that news has been out for what three four weeks and he Mm -hmm. has a second win already so i mean i just think this guy wanted a chance to prove himself to tell everybody like i am not deserving of my 20 place finishes and here we are man uh this kid's one of the guys that's going to be the future he's going to be here for a while
1: yeah yeah um, and i mean rcr they they messed up here i hate to say it, but they definitely somebody at rcr messed up you know because he he admittedly wanted a long-term deal with rcr to commit to his future and they only chose his option year and said that they weren't able to do it for some reason so i'm not surprised he went somewhere else it's not ideal for rcr but they had their chance and let him go so yeah uh, we don't the- know the reasons but they dropped the ball on this one definitely
0: DBC mentioned that uh the episode after they they only chose his option. And Brett's like, that's not good. Like, that's not gonna be good for RCR at all. They should have signed him to a multi-year deal right now. And then he went out and yeah. won. And mm-hmm. he I he had a 28th place and then a 20 uh 19th place, but he finished, well. Fourth at Pocono, but he's credited with the second place. And then he finished first. I mean, we could be seeing a resurgence of him. I mean, all of a sudden now he's motivated. He's motivated to go out and prove that he deserves the ride he's going to to prove that he has deserves the ride now. I think NASCAR should be on alert, especially with – with somebody like him getting that motivation, I think it's going to be unstoppable, especially look at where, where he's picking it up. Now, this is not a good time for everybody else to start picking up uh, the motivation going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if anything, this could just make him even better because he knows he's got, you know, he's got a chance to win the championship this year with the speed he's showing in his car. And, being consistent as he is anyway, uh, you know, and knowing knowing his future now before he's not real it's not really been certain you know he's had okay, I'm gonna be here for another year, but now he knows where he's gonna be for 24 25 and so on, so that's gonna help him as well, and you know according to to Denny uh his his offer to reddick wasn't even the highest paid you know he had offers from a lot of big teams according to Denny, so you know, he's going to end up somewhere where he wants to be. And that's, that can in no way be negative for him, even though the team knows that he's going to go on after this or after next year, you know, with him being as fast as he is, they're still going to work their asses off because they know that they have a chance to win a championship. So if he was running 10th every week, we would see him dropping down to 15th, 20th for a whole season for sure. But with Redick being as fast as he is and showing that he's able to win races and, contending for a championship that's going to fire up the whole team and I think they're going to be as fast as they've ever been
0: there's there is no reason why I mean look at the tracks we got coming up Michigan Richmond uh, Watkins Glen Daytona he is good at all those tracks you know Mm -hmm. there's no reason why when we start this playoffs Tyler Reddick doesn't have three wins on the season especially with this team firing up and then the playoffs do nothing but benefit him. He's good at Darlington. He's good at Kansas, Bristol, Texas, Talladega, the Roval, um, Vegas, Homestead. Like if he makes it to the round of eight, it's almost seems like it's tailor made for him. You know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So (laughs) I don't think it'd be ridiculous to say that Tyler Reddick is a championship contender and definitely uh I would I would bet many, money on it to be, for him to be in the final four four but then again that's months away who knows what can happen with this team I would like to see RCR get a you know another championship before it becomes the uh, uh grandkids and Austin Hill
1: mhm yeah uh, I mean We'll see what happens there, but it looks like Hill is going to be, be in there after Reddick anyway with the recent announcement that they had. Um,
0: well, they show three cars. If they could, He could just be going with three cars next year, you know? Um, but Austin Hill making his – is it his first Cup Series start? Yeah. This Sunday at uh, Michigan – Hill's good there. Um, but again, we're gonna have to see how he this car is completely different than anything he's ever driven at this point. So this is gonna be another sink or swim.
1: Yeah, and not a lot of practice. So gonna be fun to see how he can perform you know, because he is a good driver. So Yeah, I see.
0: I mean um, he he came out with uh, I mean, he's got what, four or five truck series wins. He was never thought to be a dominant person there but i hope for the best i mean i like him as a driver we'll see uh hopefully he he gets a top 20 in his debut
1: mm-hmm. um indianapolis though the rest of that top five like austin cendrick in second obviously not that surprising uh, but then harrison burton in third todd gill in fourth that's three straight rookies in yeah. the top four Bubba wallace in fifth I mean, if you would have shown me that top five going into this season, I would have said, Cindric, mm, sure, but those other guys, whatever you're smoking, I want it. So, I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. You see on a track like in Indianapolis, that's massive for the sport as well. To have three rookies in the top four, a guy who just got his first win to get his second win on the road, Corazon Bubble yeah. Wallace. I the mean, the odds for this top five is going to be huge.
0: A year ago, if you would have told me Indy Roval would have had Tyler Reddick as the leader, then Austin sent again by Harrison Burton, uh, Todd mm-hmm. Gillen, Bubba Wallace. There's no way. And granted, yes, they all got bumped up a position because of Ross Chastain's incident, but
1: he was behind him when he cut the track, so.
0: Yeah, so whatever. And yeah. then the rest of the top 10, Joey Logano, though, Joey Logano doing Joey Logano things going into the first turn. Um, Mm -hmm. AJ Allmendinger, seventh. Michael McDowell, again, eighth. Uh, Another top ten on the road course. And Cole Custer has been listening to everybody trash his driving for the past three weeks and gets a higher finish than the rest of his teammates. None of his teammates finished out of the top, out of the 30th. (laughs) <laughs> cole Kester brings it home at ninth and then chris busher 10th
1: yeah and where was he at the halfway point? point two laps down on fire on pit road Yep. like i didn't even realize he'd go back in on the track until like half an hour later and i was like wait he's only two laps down why is he even still in the car and then when they came to finish i was looking down the top 10 order and i was like wait special i thought he was on fire on pit road i had to go back and watch it and i was like what what happened here apparently he was uh brought on a stretcher to the infield care center after the race and hamlin saw him you know with a lot of white powder on his suit and he's like wait what but uh to rebound from that fire yeah to have the guts to stay in the car and finish top 10 that's just ridiculous. And Adrian Almaninger as well, like you mentioned, finished seventh. About was it 25 laps to go or something? He was almost about to pass out from the heat in the car. Yeah. And they told him to stop if it didn't feel well, but he still finished the race and almost collapsed afterwards. I mean, these guys, they're, they're inhumane at, at times, you know, working yeah. through all this heat and all these this, this stuff happening to him.
0: Yeah, I mean, if AJ would have won, it would have been a throwback to like Casey Kane in 2017. Uh that career-ending drive to the win at Indy. I don't know if you remember that, but he had to be pulled out of his car and was and he uh he suffered a heat injury that basically prevents him from running a full schedule. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> the the desire in these guys. Because 25 laps isn't 25 laps at Bristol. We're talking two minutes a lap, you know? And uh, I don't know if you saw the video after they pulled him out of the car. Like, everyone's just throwing ice on top of him and stuff. Just mm-hmm. insane.
1: Yeah, I'm just surprised no doctors were there, like, right as he stopped the car. Because they knew he was feeling overheated. He broadcasted it on television, so... I mean, the doctor should have been there right away. But on the video I saw, I didn't see a single doctor. Maybe they just had other clothes on than I'm there used there to. With but
0: a bag of ice. Yeah,
1: yeah so that that's kind of weird. But still, you know, maybe they had a lot of drivers to attend to. I don't know. I saw at least three drivers were cleared from the infield care center after the race. So maybe they had they had a lot of people to attend to. Um,
0: yeah, I think so. I I mean, it was a hot race. It was hot in Indianapolis yesterday. Well, Brock and Marday, bro, these guys still are fucking gods. What are you talking about?
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about that uh, Kyle Larson, Ty Dillon deal, though? Oh, what my goodness. What happened there? That was absolutely huge. And they have said that there was no issue with the brakes, but they still broadcasted from before the wreck when they were talking about the brake fans and him, him having an issue. And then after he said he had pedal. So something obviously <laughs> yeah. must have happened because there is no way that he, like, pushed down the clutch or something like that. If you even have a clutch in these cars? I don't know, but they probably should have. Like, and there is no way either he missed the breaking point by that much. Like, something must have happened with the car. And I'm surprised no one has come out with the SMT data to show what the inputs were in the car, because that's got to be doable as well, right? They
0: could also be panicking. Like, what, what what if that had happened at Pocono? What if that happened at Michigan? What if that happened at Daytona? you know mm-hmm. uh, because it's because obviously something went wrong because Kyle Larson is too good to just miss the turn and hit another car you know so something yeah. happened in there hopefully they figure it out but man that was scary I uh, that could have been a lot worse
1: yeah I mean it sucks for Ty Dillon and his team you know uh, having had a good finish in stage two scoring some points here and then getting taken out like that but just happy they were they were both able to walk out of that and Kyle Larson and hit with the driver's side you know able to run over to Ty Dillon to ask him if he was doing all right it's, it's just crazy
0: yeah uh did you see the post-race interview with uh Ross Chastain where they're like oh what were you thinking blah 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 and then he goes you know, was that a strategy that you guys had planned out to maybe take a shortcut? And Ross Chastain just looks at him and goes, no. What do you
1: mean, Dave? Yeah. Or whatever.
0: No, Dave. No.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, – I, I don't know if he's just acting or if he was that oblivious to what he actually did. Um, but obviously, I, he didn't I think he, he deserved just... the penalty.
0: I think he was so disappointed with himself. Possibly. Uh because well, on one hand, uh he, he went after Denny Hamlin on Twitter, you know, for getting DQ'd last week. Uh so maybe maybe it's like, oh shit, Denny's gonna come after me now.
1: Yeah. Um
0: embarrassment, honestly.
1: Yeah i mean i i don't really know if you could expect much else from him but then what do you want him to do i mean he's racing for the win and if he moves back to third yeah he's gonna finish second or third but he's not gonna win the race yeah if he drops back to third there and if he finishes second it doesn't matter to him if he gets you know second or 25th because he's racing for for wins, and that's all that he needs going into the playoffs. He's 129 points behind Chase Elliott. Um, yeah. Now he's four points behind Ryan Blaney, though, to finish second in the regular season standing. So, this could end up costing him a couple, or maybe even three playoff points. But the only thing that matters to him at this point is winning races. And if he doesn't do that, he might as well finish last. So, I he just he just took a gamble, and you know. But the fact because- that he answered the way you did, I didn't really get that.
0: Yeah, I. I don't know. Uh, Chase Chase Elliott uh, I think finished what 18th or 19th because uh, of contact on the restart there. Turn 1 was crazy. That was I don't know how you can do that especially at a road course, but that those restarts were insane.
1: Yeah, I mean that 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 corner is pretty tight. It works for the Indicars. cars. They were still, you know, beating and banging going in there. But for NASCAR, you need to do something about that turn. It's the same with turn one at Charlotte and turn one at uh, at Road Atlanta. It sort of works. Pocono works because it's uphill and then it turns back the other way. You know they get kind of spread out, but you need to smoothen it out a little bit. You know, make them let them like turn earlier and go in almost into the wall to make it faster because these you know ninety degree stops that you have. In the first corner, for some reason, that does not seem to work. It's the same with Watkins Glen, but there they still have the massive runoff on the outside. And the next corner is a left hander as well, or right hander as well. So you can't just cut it across the grass. It's just something needs to be done to that turn if they're going to be back on the road course next year, which is, seems to be the case because you're running five, six wide going in there. And then you have Logano coming from nowhere, putting another car in there. And, you know, Four, uh, what is it, For 20 wheels for him is going to turn better than his four, so he's going to use yeah. the cars outside of him. Though I don't know how how NBC counted when they said they were eight wide and it was literally one car here, the next car is behind the next one's here, and then there and then the fifth car is behind him again. It's like, you could see the nose of eight cars, but they were not aligned, and they said they were eight wide. They were like five and three wide. So I'm not really sure how they figured that one out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see what Michigan brings us because uh, mm-hmm. it california was a great race um kind of shame that it's going from the two mile format to the half mile format but maybe that'll be a good track too who knows
1: yeah um i mean kyle bush and larson and redigan those guys should do well there but then again this is a new car for this track so we have no idea how it's how it's going to work out. Obviously, Larson won there earlier, in, or at all club, that is. Austin didn't yeah. finish second, but that was when RCR had speed in both cars early in the season. So he said he's going out there to win, to secure his place in the playoffs, and I would love to see that, as you can tell, obviously. Uh, but unfortunately, I'm not really expecting him to do well. He's not had a good second half to this season. So I think he just needs to refocus on on next year. He had a top ten last week at Pocono, but other than that, he's, you know, he's been nowhere to be seen over the last months. So
0: unless unless he's spinning or something like that, it's hasn't yeah. been good for him at all. <laughs> and it's got to be worse watching watching your teammate go, Eureka! I got it, and start just racking off wins.
1: Mm-hmm but i mean you, you just never know with these cars I and mean, he he's been good there um yeah i'm expecting you know Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson to enter
0: Kyle Kyle Busch needs to win 100% he needs to win cuz this contract negotiation you can tell it is it is affecting him 100% yeah
1: um i I just don't know where... Um, is it possible to tell where they're at in in his contract negotiation, obviously? Um, but if you look on his recent results, his last seven races is 30, 21, 29, 20, 12, 36, and 11. He's not at a top 10 since the Worldwide Technology Raceway in Charlotte, where he had two second places. He's got two top 10s since then. I mean, something is up there. He's not performing well at all so if he can show up at Michigan and get a win that's definitely going to help him but he he needs to sign a contract somewhere before the championship or the, before the playoff starts
0: yeah it's otherwise obviously we're
1: not going to see him do well at all
0: yeah and it's a shame I mean I don't know I've read that he's asking like 30 million a year or for his contract or something bro take a pay cut I very there's a lot of other guys out there that Joe Gibbs can take a risk on and benefit from.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Kyle Bush doesn't want to go for what Gibbs thinks he can pay him, or if he doesn't find a sponsor, Ty Gibbs is gonna go for 10, 15% of what Kyle Bush is asking to get the driving cup next year. And you're gonna get maybe not the same results, but you're still gonna get a guy who qualifies for the playoffs and we'll go far there because like i said if gibbs gets a full-time ride next year in a good car he might not finish in the top 10 in the first 10 races but he's going to win a race qualify for the playoffs and then he's going to be on fire so it's a gamble how you want to do it but kyle bush is going to have to take a pay cut if he wants to stay there and i mean harvick said i don't know if that was this week or last week that he would like to see kyle bush as a teammate so and Stewart said about today, he said, Yeah. And Stewart said that it, he missed out on the opportunity on Kyle Larson and wouldn't make that mistake again. And Kyle Bush, even though he's pretty old, is that opportunity again should he not sign with Gibbs? So I think Kyle Bush, even though he's not got a contract yet, I don't think he needs to worry because he's going to end up in a good place for next year.
0: Well, I think one thing that's probably brought into it, it's not just Kyle Busch and Joe Gibbs. TRD is sticking their nose in this too because they control who the drivers are essentially. Oh, yeah. So And they have
1: the interest in the truck series as well with Kyle Busch's team. Yeah, if so. he
0: goes to Ford, then all those trucks are going to become Fords. Mm-hmm. And there goes all the wins that Toyota gets in the truck series because who's going to start winning for uh Toyota Thor Motorsports <clears throat> you know
1: yeah but then the next question is like all these guys racing for Kyle Busch in the truck series you know are they all going to become Toyota drivers or yeah. are they TRD drivers so they're going to have to leave you know that would be that's also a massive point to take into account here like John Hunter Nemechek, is he a Kyle Busch Motorsport driver or is he a Toyota driver? Chandler Smith, is he Toyota or is he Kyle Busch Motorsports?
0: Corey Heim. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to get so, interesting for a lot of people if he moves. It's probably going to get more interesting if he goes to like Chevy. You know? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I would like to see him stay in that 18 car because that's... Yeah, Bobby Labonte won the first championship. Yeah. Dale Jarrett won the first Daytona 500 in that car, but Kyle Busch has put up 51 wins under the number 18 and two championships. He's the reason why Joe Gibbs is a powerhouse nowadays.
1: Yeah, um going to be interesting definitely to see how this uh, plays out and who goes where if he goes somewhere else um and if he doesn't go to Stuart Haas I mean who's going to take that seat there are like five drivers who could take that because I don't think I don't think Cole Custer is back at Stuart Haas next year and Almirola I don't know if he's retiring or not yeah so, <laughs> they seem to uh, be very undecisive on that part but uh I guess we'll just have to wait and see. That probably depends on how he's doing as well uh, towards the end of this year.
0: I don't know. I I don't think, I think if Almarola doesn't retire, I don't think he's going to be at Stuart Haas because Tony Stewart already planned for him not being in that car next year. And he brought in Ryan Priest as their backup driver and all of that. Like very obviously that seat was already filled. I don't think, uh, Gene Haas or Tony Stewart would be very impressed if he decided not to retire now.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, where would he go, though? He's not – he has his, you know, bright days. He got a win last year at New Hampshire. But his stats for this year, saying that this the whole team has not been performing this year, but he's not had – apart from the first few races, he's not had very good races this year. And He's never been, you know, one of the best drivers in the Cup Series, obviously, and I think he, if he wants to keep racing, i say better off going back to Xfinity Series and having some fun, you know, like AJ Allmendinger.
0: But I mean, the only thing he really has going for him in Cup is the sponsorship money. That Smith mm-hmm. deal, Smithfield deal brings in a lot of cash but I mean aside from that take that down to Xfinity series man start your own team do something but yeah yeah. I mean two super speedway wins one one rained out the other one was that insane race where I think all four of the leaders of that race were Stuart Haas racing cars Mm -hmm. so yeah well, yeah, I think, uh, I think that about does it for this week. we got Michigan coming up. Uh, who knows what's going to happen there. I mean, even, even last year uh, with the old car, Ryan Blaney won. Took over with eight laps to go. Did not see that coming. So who knows what to expect this weekend. Uh, probably going to see a different driver. I feel like this is one of those tracks where that can happen. Um, you got anything else?
1: um if we can go off topic from nascar for a few seconds i've got something um you remember that uh thing about somebody tweeting out that a driver was going to drive for them and then he said on twitter no they did not i'm going to be here and yeah whatever and they're lawsuiting. well alpine f1 tweeted out a few hours ago that oscar piastri is racing for them next year
0: Oh wow! An hour later,
1: Oscar Piastri tweeted out that I, am, I understand that without my agreement, Alpine F1 have put out a press release late this afternoon that I'm driving for them next year. This is wrong, and I have not signed a contract with Alpine for 2023. I will not be driving for them next year. So the Twitter circus with the silly season continues into F1 as well. So. How
0: hard is it to send a text? Hey, man are you going to sign this with us? We're going to make a press release.
1: Yeah, I mean, IndyCar, whatever that was with McLaren, yeah. this whole thing with Reddick, obviously, that was dealt with in a lot better way. But now after that McLaren deal, you'd think that everyone makes sure that everyone is on board. And like a week or two later, it happens again with somebody. It's just unreal. And apparently, you know, Vettel signed with whoever it was. I'm not in the tough one that much. Um, right. But, you know, a couple of hours before that announcement was made, he, he had had a conversation with the team he's with now, I think that's Alpine, and given them the impression that he was going to stay with them for next year. So... I I don't even know what's going on right now. It's just seemed to be a massive circus, but Twitter is having fun with it. And I'm certainly following it with great interest because it's just hilarious to see all these, all these massive teams and big names make fools of themselves online.
0: Absolutely. Uh, So hopefully, uh, well, thank you for listening today. Hopefully we got, uh, we are coming, going to be coming off a good race week next Monday or Tuesday. Uh, Have a good week. Hope you enjoyed the episode and we will talk at you next week.